Support for this episode comes from Yakima Chief Hops. Yakima Chief Hops is a 100% farmer-owned hop supplier with a mission to connect the family farms of the Pacific Northwest with brewers across the globe. With a growing competitive market, YCH understands the need to continuously brew exceptional quality beers. This is why YCH is focused on developing innovative hop products and research-based resources that provide real solutions in the brew house and help brewers take their beers to the next level. Yakima Chief Hops works with breweries of all sizes across the globe, from home and nano brewers to craft and macro. To find out more about YCH, visit www.yakimachief.com. The city of St Albans is one synonymous with great beer. Home to the headquarters of Camera, the campaign for real ale, St Albans was also once famed for having more pubs per square mile than anywhere else in the country. But in recent years, the county of Hertfordshire, which is where St Albans is based, has become known not just for a place to drink excellent beer, but it's also home to many breweries producing this fine beverage too. Hello and welcome to the Brewer's Journal podcast. My name is Tim Sheehan, editor of the Brewer's Journal. Many breweries have been founded thanks to that common bond. Friends, peers and colleagues that share a love of great beer. And often there's a curiosity, an enthusiasm and a thirst for knowledge behind its production as well. And for four friends, John Howarth, Josh Kitt, Jordan Manfra and George Sanderson, they all shared that appreciation of a good beer and before long, they knew that they wanted to play their part in making it too. Launched by four lifelong friends who met at school, Lost Boys is the culmination of a group that have juggled full-time jobs such as policy advisors, policemen, and as a camera employee to build a craft brewery that supplies some of Hertfordshire's great pubs. With no formal investment or business background, and against the backdrop of a locked-down hospitality sector and increasing supply chain costs, they've gone from brewing in a kitchen to having a small brewing facility in St Albans. In this episode, we speak to Jordan Manfra, the company's head of marketing, about the brewery's origins, fitting into the growing Hertfordshire beer scene, meeting customer demands, and also the exciting beer festivals they'll be debuting at later this year. Yeah, so it all started quite a, quite a while ago, actually. It was 2018, and we were in one of our co-founders, John Howarth, who at the time was working for Camera, Campaign for Real Ale. So he had a good brewery background, a good beer knowledge as well. And we were in his living room, and he'd uh, brewed his own homebrew, and he convinced us to try it. And I think I was quite convinced off the bat that there was something here like John John had created something and you know he he was only doing it for his his love of beer but I'd always had a view that it tasted so nice we could make a business out of it some of the team were well what I call team now at the time it's just four pals sitting in a living room but uh some of the guys were less convinced uh, George was particularly um not convinced and uh, Josh was sort of teetering on the fence so from that moment I sort of with John drove it forward, convinced the other guys and said, look, let's do some brews and, and maybe there's something there. And it's been a 
slow process from then with sort of peaks and troughs of of our engagement in it but the last few years we've really really picked it up and run with it in recent years the team's day jobs may have changed but their focus has remained the same and they've also learned new skills along the way when we started like i say john was at camera and he was a warehouse manager so he wasn't particularly involved in the brewing process but i think it's kind of like someone to go going to be the kit man for their local football club because they couldn't be a footballer it's john wanted to work for camera he wanted to work in an, in an environment that related to to the beer market and um that that was the role he'd, he'd got uh, but alongside that he was growing his knowledge at the same time The rest of us, Josh was a carpenter, I myself was working in the police force, and uh, George was doing his masters in America. So that's another complication there. George was back and forth and a lot of video calls and, and Zooms before Zoom was a thing. But we, we've moved on since then as well. So now I work in marketing. George works in comms and PR. John's moved on to become a health and safety inspector, and Josh is in a different type of um, a building environment. but. I mean, all these different skills or different professions have all helped us along the way. We've gained sales skills in different roles, like I say, marketing, communications. I think the one thing that none of it prepared us for was the sort of admin of, of running a business, creating accounts, filing account history, company's house, all these different things. and. You know, we, we have had a lot of letters that say you've got 10 days to to make sure this is filed. And I'd say that's almost like clockwork because it's just something completely new to us and something that's, I think, pretty hard to navigate for, for business newbies as well. Especially when that involved combining those day jobs while learning the ropes of running a business. So we're all still working at the moment. So it's something we're doing along the side, but it's increasingly becoming uh, more time consuming. So it's a lot of weekends, a lot of hours after work, beer festivals and so on. And we'll sort of see where, see where that takes us. But the view would be, you know, Lost Boys being able to stand strong enough on its own. But, you know, I, th I think it's pretty common now, especially post COVID that people run these businesses alongside their day-to-day -day work. Um, I've, I've seen it in the places that I work. I've had it in job interviews at my new place. They said, will it be a problem? No, no, it'll be fine. Like I say, you can manage it alongside. So we're not too concerned about the fact that we're doing both at once and don't think it detracts from either too much. While the idea of Lost Boys would take shape, head brewer John continued to brew on a regular basis. And when it came to recipe formulation, creating delicious beer was top of the agenda. Yeah, so John... John was brewing all the time. John still brews all the time. So we we obviously do our, our big brews and our brews for beer festivals and for, for our clients and so on. But John will always have a 25 litre on his cooker that he's brewing something up. So that never stops. We were always tasting John's different beers. And each time he'd say, oh, guys, come around, let's have a taste and have a chat. But what drove us into the business side was not just me thinking, you know, this could be something that we could do. Was we were having conversations about the beer market at the time often driven by John from his, his sort of knowledge, but from us as well as just four chaps going into a pub and thinking, we don't know enough about X beers that we want to try. We don't necessarily feel confident enough to try some of these beers. Some beers feel maybe a bit too exclusive to us. But then also looking at the demographic of people that would 
were drinking sort of a lot of your more common craft beers and and a lot of us look the same as well so it's is there something here that one we can create a product that you don't need to be a beer expert you don't you don't even need to know what ipa stands for you've just do you like this beer and then at the same time someone who does know all these intricate things could also could also love the beer so that that's where the sort of intrigue started for us because i think it's it's one thing to have maybe a good product i think you also need a bit of a passion maybe a mission and for us that mission became um like something for everyone so no matter who you are you, you can just enjoy that this is a nice a nice beer and then there's there's intricacies there for you if you want to analyze it but if you don't it's just a good peachy beer it's just a good refreshing session ale you don't need to know what session ale means it's just a light beer that tastes good when it's hot you know that's that's sort of how it transitioned from trying beer on john's couch to okay well that's our idea how do we execute that and then we did a lot of trial brews along the way to get there and although being based in a county that has a rich association with the world of beer jordan and the team have been mindful that to make lost boys a success they have to produce beers that they want to make, but also with the local consumer in mind. With Hertfordshire, I think first and foremost, it's it's a great place to start a brewery. I think especially, so we're particularly in St Albans, specifically in St Albans, which has, I think, the most pubs per square mile out of anywhere in the country. I was talking earlier about Camera, it's the birthplace of Camera. Ye old fighting cocks, the oldest pub in the country. All these great things. And it has been a, a environment where the pub culture has really put its arms around us, given us advice, um, be it beer shop owners or other breweries, given us their views on the products, what they might tweak, what they might change, or what they've just learned along the way. So it's, it's been super supportive. But I think there is, in that sort of beer culture, if, if you are heav- that heavily ingrained, it can sometimes be too traditional. And I think that's where Hertfordshire is slightly at the moment. It's more traditional than not in, in its beer culture, I think. So, for example, we have um, a beer, a, a peach pale ale, which for your average beer drinker who doesn't know much about his beer, just knows that he likes the one that he had last week. They, they like it because they order a peach beer and it, it is peachy. The peach hits you in the mouth. There's not much to it apart from peach a lot of the time when you when you don't know what you're looking for. For our more traditional drinkers, we've probably put too much peach in to what was a nice pale ale. So it's it's hard sometimes trying to straddle that balance, and particularly in a place where they've got more traditional views on, on what beer should look like and what craft beer should look like. And I think in Hertfordshire in particular, like the scene is forever expanding, which is fantastic. It's it's growing and it, it's creating more opportunities for the likes of us and other great breweries in, in Hertfordshire. And it means there's more of a market to try some of these wackier beers and, and more different beers while also just creating our sort of New England IPA. But I, I think the change in taste is slightly behind that so that the uh, openness to something slightly more off, off the wall is, is coming, but maybe not rapidly. While those trial batches are still brewed on John's homebrew setup, the team now also has a larger setup in operation. Yeah, so we're down in we're down in Bricketwoods. Uh, so originally we were just like I say on John's kitchen stove, um, and then eventually we it was in COVID actually we took the plunge to purchase some equipment. So that was 
essentially self-funded sort of boot, bootstrapped from from previous sales and it's not a huge a huge facility but it's enough for around 90 liters of brew which gets us a good three kegs and a few bottles at a time sometimes it's over that sometimes it's 120 it sort of depends on what we're doing and how careful we are on you know retention and, and, and so on but it's it's enough for us that over the course of a month we could churn out something between sort of nine to 12 kegs which is good for sort of a brewery our size because then obviously the challenge as well is uh, where are we going to sell those kegs so there's enough for us to be able to treadmill what we're doing through this year i think moving forward the view would be to purchase another fermenter that has a similar capacity that way we can we can double that effectively because uh, that is the biggest hurdle at the moment it's not necessarily how much we can brew in a certain amount of time it's how much we can store in our fermenter over the course of a certain period the brewery already has confidence in growing that fermentation capacity thanks to the support from the trade they've already received along the way we've had some great relationships on the on the bottle beer side in, in particular some pubs in St Albans the Great Northern the White Swan we previously worked with Dylan's on our bottles as well and we're in a shop in Hemel called Hops and Apples so some some great beer shops really good relationships on the bottles and then kegs have been slightly newer for us over the last few months but again great beer community here in Hertfordshire so they've been really welcoming we're in, um, on taps in in Hemel again and in St Albans so plenty of opportunity for us to to get on taps here and we're just trying to to, to be honest with with the beer festivals coming up in September we're trying to keep up with demand trying to manage both beer festivals and pubs when you're our size is is pretty tricky but yeah the the reaction from from the pubs and the beer shops has been uh it's been great so far it's been great so far and where it's not been where we've learned we've we've adapted so it's also being able to look yourself in the mirror and say okay well you know maybe we do need to change that thing so we've done that along the way as well and listening to that feedback has resulted in Lost Boys securing the right to pour their beers at some of the prestigious Hertfordshire beer festivals starting from next month. Yeah, so in September we're going to be at the Burko Beer Festival, Burko Amsterdam Beer Festival, and we'll have three of our beers on tap there. That'll be our mango, our peach and our New England ales. And then that's that's at the start of September and then at the end of September running into the first week of October we'll be at the St Albans Beer Festival which is a huge beer festival in the UK so really proud to to be hitting that in effectively what's our first real active year in in the beer scene and our first year with kegs and we'll have our own table downstairs as well so that's a huge step for us and that's predominantly just going to be our New England and our peach ales for that one but yeah super excited about both and hopefully great opportunities for us and for everyone to try our beer. Taking part in these beer festivals plays a key role in the story of any young brewery, regardless of what happens next. Yeah, I think personally, a full-time gig would, would be great. Equally, seeing what comes and having, having good times with our friends is nice. And, you know, there is some simple pleasure and it's just quite cool to go into a pub and order a pint of your own beer like it's just it's just fantastic and you, you can't beat it but there is a bit of a snowball at the moment and i think there's an element of me and i, I know i'd speak for some of the other guys as well when i say you feel like if you don't there feels like there's potential there and if we're not meeting it then maybe we're letting ourselves down and what could be there on the business down so you know 
I don't want to jinx anything and I, I wouldn't set uh, sort of un unrealistic targets and especially not with the other chaps as well. Um, but I think it would be nice if it could be something that's full time, a full time brewery, you know, a, a beer bar where we're brewing in the bar and, and these sorts of things would be fantastic, right? Like that would be the dream. Equally, if it's at the same stage it is now in a few years time and we're pulling or we're going to get our pints pulled in pubs and cheersing our own beer, then then so be it. We've had a we will have had a great time along the way. And either way, the magic of having your own beers on tap locally isn't going away anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, it's it it is a very surreal moment, a very strange moment. Um, even now it's strange, like you'll get a text from a friend and they'll say, oh, I'm in St Albans this weekend or I'm in Hemel or Hertfordshire. Where can I get your beer? And you think, oh yeah, yeah, um, okay. Let me send you a couple of places. It's, it's a really weird feeling. The Brewers Journal podcast is a production of Reby Media, produced and hosted by me, Tim Sheehan. Sound engineering is by Ross McPherson. Series supervision by John Young. The executive producer is Rory Harris. And special thanks today to Jordan Manfra and the team at Lost Boys. <laughs>